Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. Okay, welcome to Chat Noir, Mystery and Suspense. I'm not sure what's wrong with the music I just played or the sound. Uh, my computer was dropped, and so <laughs> that could be, you know, the challenge we're facing today. But hopefully, if you can hear me, I'm Linda Kozar. I'm your host, and I will be interviewing author Sharon K. Cannell in the studio just in just a few short minutes. We're giving away one of her books, and it's in his presence. Um, If you didn't enter by leaving a comment on our Facebook pages, you still have time. You can add your name, and and we're going to pick a winner later this evening. So, uh, or if you want, you can call in at this point, 516-453-5123, and ask our guest a question. Do that, and as a bonus, you'll get a double entry for calling in. Okay, my guest, um, Sharon K. Cannell, began writing in 2005. She writes Christian romance, suspense, mystery, and drama, and has written four novels to date. She says she reads everything she can get her hands on about the craft of writing. She also furthers her continuing education through fellowships and associations with other writers and writing groups. She was born in Wisconsin, but only lived there for five days before her family moved to Illinois, where she spent most of her life. She lived in Florida for 20 years, graduating from the Pensacola Bible Institute. All right, welcome, Sharon. Welcome to Chat Noir. Well, thank you for inviting me, Glenda. It's an honor to be here. Now, um, now you have four books, um, Paths of Righteousness, There Abideth Hope, A Very Present Health, and His Perfect Love. So far, four books. Yes. Are you, okay. So far. <laughs> okay. Um, so what would you say you primarily write? Primarily the genre, uh, the genre is um, romance, Christian romance, suspense. But I try to put in as much mystery as I can, um, especially trying to keep things secret, as I did with mm-hmm. the last book. Now, was it hard when you first decided to write romance? Did you have kind of an idea about how to write it? No, I. to be honest with you, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. Um, Most of us I don't when we start <laughs> I had just been encouraged to uh, to write, and so I sat down and wrote. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I actually took classes in writing. Wow. And so, and then you really got the bug after that. That's right. <laughs> that was tough. Now, did, did you, um, were you, as a child, an avid reader? Did you 
or did you ever dream of becoming a writer when you were a child? Um, no, it's really funny because I wasn't a, a good reader. I'm a very slow reader, and I was never encouraged to write, or not write, but read. Um, mm-hmm. I apparently was, um, for some reason, I was put into advanced reading classes in high school, and I hated it. And it wasn't until I became an adult that I really developed um, the desire to read good books. Now, when you curl up with a good book, what kind of book is that? What genre is it? Uh, generally, it's the same genre I write, uh, although I love um, British historical romance. Hmm. Okay. Um, so what inspired you to write? What urged me? Yes. Um, well, <laughs> I hadn't thought about I had been told forever that I should be writing for some reason. People would just tell me, you know, you should put that in a book. But it wasn't until after Hurricane Ivan hit Pensacola, Florida, where I was living in 2004, that I called um, a friend of mine, who I, I refer to him as my do- adopted brother in um, England. He's also an author. And uh, he's one of the ones who was always telling me that I need to write. But um, he said, after I told him my experience going through that hurricane all by myself, alone in the house, um, he said, you know, you really need to write that down and put it in a book. And so I took him up on it. (laughs) (laughs) So he could see that you had um, a raw talent just in in the way you described that. Yes, he used to check my my books. He was, I wanted to call him my co-author, but he he said no. I was just, he was um, proofreading my books, as he put it. I told him he was editing them, and he added a lot to my stories. And um, when he would read what I wrote, he was always telling me, you know, this is as good as anything I've written or anything I've ever read. So he really encouraged me. Very encouraging. That's awesome. Um, So when your first book was published and you got your first copy, I mean, what was that day like for you? Oh, (laughs) Uh, floating on the ceiling. <laughs> the ceiling kept me from going further. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just like when you held your book in your hands. Yeah. Yes, it was. Um, it was a dream come true. Did you Even have a launch party? The perfect book it was a dream come true. Well, usually the first ones, <laughs> the first ones aren't. But um, you know, uh, did you have a launch party or any anything like that with your first book? No, I didn't know anything about that. Um, I I didn't have a launch party until this last book, which is the only book that was written after so far after I've learned so much about writing. Um, but I had a launch party for His Perfect Love, and um, it it was great. <laughs> Well, what did you do for that, uh, for your launch party? Because, you know, it's it's funny. Lots of authors have launch parties um, in the very beginning, uh, but some some do, you know, with every book. And um, it's they, they vary, 
you know, I guess it depends on what you're planning to do to market it. So what, what did you do special in your launch party? Well, number one, I will be having a launch party for all the rest of them. But um, I, I did my launch party on Facebook. And I just uh-huh. advertised it everywhere. And we had a ball. I made it, I made it a costume party, a virtual costume party. And we just, we just had a real good time with that. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. Cool. So um, who is your most, who is your favorite or most memorable character in one of your books or, or in, in a favorite book of yours? Well, in my book, I have two favorite characters in my book, and they're both in um, Paths of Righteousness, which I will be rewriting um, into my new style. Um, Catherine Kendall and Jacob McLeod, my, her- my hero and heroine. They, um, I, they're just, I don't know, I just connected with them. Do you feel like you uh, would be friends with them in real life if they were, I mean, if they were real? Yes. Most okay, yeah. yeah. I wish they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind I'd of funny. Now, come now, over and have dinner with me. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you, when you um, write, when you're writing those characters, especially in a recurring in, in a series, you know, it's, it gets crazy after a while, but um there are certain things like you're writing and you want to write a certain scene in there and you're like, no, my character would never do that. <laughs> if you, if you were doing a series with these characters, do you feel like you know them well enough to be able to say that? Um, yes, but I don't write series. Although my characters from previous books do show up in other books, you know, my other books, um, especially mm-hmm. the one that I just wrote in um, His Perfect Love. She's from the first book. And, um, yes, I, I do know my characters really well. <laughs> well, if they if those characters from a previous book show up in in another book, then that, that kind, of, kind of makes it a series almost. <laughs> you know, it well, kind of carries it um, over. Loosely. It could loosely be called a series, but I don't refer to them as such. Um, I, um, all of my books can be read on their own. They don't, you don't need to read them in order. You don't need to know what happened in another book in order to enjoy the one you're reading. Well, a good series does, uh, is like that anyway. A good series, uh, set of books are like that anyway. You could pick up any book and, um, and not have read the previous books and still feel like it's a standalone. You know, it's only enhanced. That I've read, some of the books I've read in a series really did need to know information from a previous book. So that's that's what I was basing it on. Okay. Well, I, I just think the best ones are you could just read, you know, and not have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes you want to read the other books, but you don't have to necessarily. Um, so do you incorporate settings in your books from your real life travels at all? Oh yes, all the time. I've I've visited all but six states in the United States. I've been in Canada and Mexico, and um, all of my books have had um, locations of places that I know well or I've visited, and then um, went and did further research on. 
Oh, what, what, which one was your favorite setting? Oh, I, I guess my favorite setting, uh, the one I'm most familiar with is, of course, Chicago and the surrounding area because I lived there most of, mo- most of my life. But um, I like the setting. I have a setting in um, Pensacola, Florida at Fort Pickens. And I really like mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what's not to like about Florida anyway? <laughs> um, so. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true, but, you know, I'm fond of both of them. Um, so co-authoring, have you ever done it or toyed with the idea? You know, and if so, well, like did I you said, love it or hate it? Um, I I thought about, um, well, I kept telling Alan when he was going over my books and adding so many things, you know, he'd say, you know, you really need to do this with it. You need to put this in there. <laughs> um, and he'd, he'd send things for me to add in if I liked it, you know, and I added in a lot. Um, and I, I thought, you know, he should have been my co-author on the first um, two books anyway, or three books. And, uh, but he, you know, I don't think I would do a co-author. I, I enjoy writing too much, and um, I just enjoy doing it on, it on my own. What advice would you give to a beginning author? Um, well, I think, first of all, get your story down first. Don't worry about the details, grammar, sentence structure, or anything else. Just get that first draft down, then go back and read it through like you think your reader would do it, like you read books, and um, change things as you go then. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, there are many writers who do that, and some who write, you know, seat of the pants style. (laughs) Have you ever tried that? That's, I guess I'm a pantser. Okay, so, but you do plan I, your book out first, right? So that's really not, I mean, seat of the pantser just sits there and really. starts writing. No, I just sit so. down and I get an idea and I start it off and then I think, okay, um, I'm going to have to do this and I'm going to have to do that. But I don't, um, I'm not, I've tried it. I've, I'm not an outliner. I just go with it. And then I get it down and then I go back. And um, that's when I go back, that's when I do my outline. Okay. So you start off as, a, like, I'll do, um, I'm a seat of the pantser, but about a third of the way through the book, I know what I'm going to do. Like, my characters have led me in that direction, <laughs> you know? And yeah. uh, and then I kind of know where I'm taking it. So that that's very helpful. Well, I know where but I'm going to already... end up. <laughs> With right, me, I but, know where you know, I'm going to end up. But I don't necessarily know every direction I'm going to go because sometimes my character will just start running away with it, you know, and and uh, come up with something, you know. And I, yes, of course, it's me, but um, right. I like to think of it as the character. <laughs> right. But yeah, like I don't even know where I'm going to end up until I'm a third of the way, <laughs> which is kind of fun, but it's also scary, too. So um so do you have a favorite book or author that influenced you growing up? 
or someone you would like to emulate? Well, not growing up, like I said, I wasn't encouraged to read, and I was a slow reader, so I really didn't like it. Um, but when I started really reading as an adult, um, I read a, a few things here. I did, really didn't know what I liked. And then um, my pastor started talking about The Hobbit all the time. He would bring up The Hobbits as illustrations all the time. And I thought, you know, I really need to read this book. So I read it and I went through I went through The Hobbit and the three Lord of the Rings books uh, twice at the same time because I was reading it. I started out reading it to my daughter. And I got so involved in it that I would read ahead. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I wound up reading the, all of them <laughs> twice at the same time, twice, you know, through. <laughs> and when I, um, J.R.R. Tolkien to me is a genius. And I you mm. know, don't want to write like him, but I hope I write as well as him. <laughs> Well, I mean, you have a lot of company <laughs> and people who do it at, think that well of Jared Tolkien. Um, it's okay. That's cool. Uh, now, is there a genre you would never read? Because there, you know, uh, well, I mean. I, I don't read what they labeled adult fiction, which to me is a mislabel. But um, I don't read that and I don't read erotica. Um, I really don't read science fiction, although I have read a two or three things, but it's, it's not just something that I would pick up off the shelf. Well, um, sci-fi and fantasy all fall under speculative fiction now. So if you've read Tolkien, you've read <laughs> spec fic. Well, but, yes. um, um, but I think Tolkien is in the other category all himself, but um, I, I do like some fantasy and I have written some short story fantasy. Okay, and so, you, so, um, but is there one you'd never read? Like, um, like I always said I wouldn't read romance, and then of course I I read it. <laughs> there, there's always, or well, or I would never write romance. I would never write this or that, and of course I always wind up writing it. As long as it's good, a good clean read, I might read it. Um, okay, all right. I don't, I don't like horror. I don't like horror at all. I'm not fond yeah. of paranormal. Yeah, and that's not my favorite. I I don't read that kind of stuff either. But um, now, do you do you hate or have you ever hated one of your characters? Oh yes, same book as the, my favorite characters, um, Paths for Righteousness, Matthew Pierce. When I had to introduce a villain. Um, I tried to think of what I could not stand in people. <laughs> Do you ever base your villain on real life? <laughs> Do you ever base your villains on real life people? No, I try not to do that. Because we always I, joke I that, you know, like be careful or I you'll end up in my notebooks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I take or, some you characteristics, know, you know, from people, but I don't, I don't try to make any of my characters into someone I know. Well, or you take pieces, you know, uh, that person who was rude to you in the checkout line, or a teacher who was just awful, 
and you kind of like meld them together to make them into the villain. I don't see anything wrong with that because you they're not recognizable anymore. Well, I, you know, if people do that, that's that's up to them. But I, when I come up with when I want a character, I just decide what characteristics I want in that person, and I go with that. And it's they're not to um, to resemble anyone in particular I know. Um, what do you do? Let's move on to marketing. What do you do to market your books? Oh, I try to do everything I can. Um, I'm on a strict budget, so I have to um, be inventive. <laughs> I do a lot of um, social media blurbs every day. And mm-hmm. um, I try to talk my books up wherever I can. I have, a, a, someone came up with a suggestion. One of my editor, as, as a matter of fact, came up with a suggestion on one of her writing tips. Um, to make little blurbs on little pieces of paper that you can hand out or you can leave on a counter or when you go shopping, you can give them, hand it out. So I do that. Um, I have business cards made up that I give out. I have bookmarks that I give out. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. I have interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, well, you know, it sort of falls on authors to do what they really doesn't come naturally. We really enjoy writing in in uh, solitary confinement of our own doing, and uh, and marketing's really not what we envisioned as part of the package, but it really is as an author. Most definitely. Um, so tell us. And I am. Yeah. I hate sales. I I cannot stand being a saleswoman <laughs> so it's, but we it's really are but it's you know if you if you have fans for your books if you're if you're writing what they really want to read you know and you're you're giving them that um i don't think that they're looking forward to your your book to your next product to come out and i, I think that's so. the best part of it now um so tell us about your featured um your featured book the giveaway book tell us about that his Perfect Love, um, this is, um, well, it's about a girl, a young woman named Shannon. Oh, that's, that's not my featured book. That's um, the one I'm working on right now. The featured book is His Perfect Love. And um, it's about a girl who has had kind of a rough life, even though she was from a wealthy family. And that's her background. But she made a whole lot of mistakes in her life. And she's at a point now where she's afraid of somebody that she got involved with. And she's been hiding from him. And she Mm, has this fear in the back of her mind all the time that he's going to find her. And if he does, he might want to kill her. Because that's the way he is. He's, he's just not a real nice person. And so it goes off from that. Um, she she feels like she has to run all the time. And she feels, mm-hmm. and later on in the book, you find out that she she's turned her back on God a long time ago. And, um, you know, just uh, feels that 
God is not there for her. And so she's, uh, she so wants, that's she your wants suspense a book. Life. She wants to be loved, yeah. but she doesn't trust anybody. Yeah, because she's on the run. Okay. All right. Well, readers will be intrigued by that. So, so before we go into our lightning round, because believe it or not, we only have five minutes left. Um, how can readers find you? I mean, uh, if you wouldn't mind just kind of telling them your, your website. And um, I know I'll give them your website. It's Sharon K, middle initial K. I'm assuming there's another Sharon Canella out there because every time I see an author who puts their middle initial, that's usually the case. Connell. Connell. Okay, Sharon K. The website is just SharonKConnell.com. All strong. Okay, and and there are two N's and two L's in that last name. Okay. Alrighty. So one um, R in Sharon. Okay. And all right, so they can find you on Facebook, um, on your personal Facebook page or your author one. Um, and then also in the Writers and Authors Forum on Facebook, which is, is that, pri- that's private, isn't it? If um, aspiring no, writers and authors. It's not private, it's public, but you have to request to join if you want to post in it. Okay. Okay. Maybe and so. And it's a wealth of information um, for aspiring and actually, writers. Actually, all, all of my links, all of my links are listed on my website. Okay, that's good. But they can find you on so Twitter, Goodreads, you know, website SharonKConnell.com. They would find all are my you, links. Are you also on Instagram, or is you know because I didn't see that? No, one. I'm not on Instagram. Okay. All right. So let's move on to our lightning round. Okay. Um, So I'm going to ask you a question and just answer just off the top of your head. Okay. Okay. All right. Favorite retro candy, wax lips or jawbreakers? What did you say? What kind? Wax lips. Remember those wax lips that used to come out around? Uh I guess in the fall. Oh, yeah. Wax I, lips. Jawbreaker. Okay, jawbreaker. Yeah, because those wax lips weren't any good after you start chewing them. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then, of course, jawbreakers. Oh, boy. What can I say about those? I've, you know, I feel like you could easily break your jaw with those, especially the really huge ones. Okay. I just Do you like them. the. Okay. Do you like the old Twilight Zone series or the Twilight movies? I don't like either one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Because I couldn't hear. I didn't. I don't like Twilight at all. Okay. So you you didn't like Twilight Zone or Twilight? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, do you like writing alone or in a public place? Um, I guess a public place. Okay. I'm having um, a little trouble right. hearing you. Oh, okay. Alrighty. Um, okay. Tic Tacs or Mentos? Tic Tacs. 
Okay. Okay. And the age-old question: Should toilet paper unroll close to the wall or in waterfall fashion? Waterfall over the top. Okay, everybody. You right. know, people. It's really funny. Everybody has a very distinct opinion on this. You know, <laughs> I never really thought it was that important an issue, but apparently it is. People. Well, that's the way they make the holders. You know, if they have a cover. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know, but well, you know, people have very definite opinions on this subject, maybe not on other subjects, but this one in particular. I know, I've seen it on Facebook before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, so do you do you ever do book signings? Do you have any of those coming up at all or any speaking engagements or anything? No, I haven't. I used to speak. Um, before I started writing, I used to speak in, in various groups, but um, I haven't since I've been an author. I don't have any book signings. Um, be, because I'm on a budget, um, it's kind of expensive to have book signings. You have to buy your books. You have to have the uh, attachment to your phone you know, to take credit cards and that. So I really haven't done that because of that. Okay. Um, well, we're running out of time, and I had such a fun time interviewing you. And um, and best wishes. And and just uh, I hope that you get through this this latest work in progress and get through it quickly. And and so, uh, readers, please please check out Sharon on her social media. Check out her books and um, say hi to her. Say hi to her on well, um, her writer's shoulders. Okay, thank you so much. Bye now. You're welcome, and I, I appreciate it. Bye-bye.